I'm Ian MacArthur, and this is Good Employment Chatter, the podcast of the Greater Manchester Good Employment Charter. In this series, we'll give you an inside view to the lives of key figures across Greater Manchester, their stories, employment journeys, and their perspective on why good employment really matters. Today I'm joined by Sam Booth, Chief Executive of Pro Manchester. Sam, many thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Um, Pro Manchester, a business development organisation established some 35 years ago, I understand, and it has an extensive membership of professional services companies, including property, legal, finance, the consultancy sectors, as well as universities, utilities, and probably many more. and the organisation facilitates collaboration across almost 300 members, I understand, Sam. And you've been the chief exec since 2018, is that right? That's correct, yes. Wonderful, I've done my research. You have indeed, yes, so (laughs) two and a half years into the role and uh, what a two and a half years that has been. (laughs) Certainly the the last year's been a different one, that's for sure. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to our conversation, Sam, and the insights you can bring, because you must have worked with lots of different employers. um, And obviously, you know, they'll have their own things to, 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 to bear on this conversation. But I'd like to start with a personal perspective on work and employment. So for you, where did it all start? Can you tell me your early experiences of work and employment? What was your first job? My first job, um, well, I, I, when I, I went to university in Sheffield, um, but during the summer holidays to, to help sort of fund my, my university lifestyle, I came home and I, and I worked at uh, Royal London in, uh, in actually based out in, in Wilmslow, so, so working in the claims department there, it was a sort of basic administrative role, um, but uh, very much my first introduction to, to the office environment. Um, following university, I then did I worked for a company called Surf Control, which um, was then taken over by WebSense, I believe, which was an, uh, one of the very, very first internet security companies. Mm-hmm. Um, which was again a, a wonderful introduction into into the world of work, and, and certainly actually with a very progressive business that was really at that point when the internet was relatively relatively new um, and digital was relatively new. It was a really exciting, vibrant, vibrant place to to really kickstart my career, if you like. Um, Did you not not have a Saturday job when you were at school, Sam? Oh, gosh, well, yes, actually, in saying that, yes, no, I I did. I had two jobs, actually. I worked on a Saturday morning. I worked on the cheese and meat stall in Congleton Market. And I also worked in a uh, as a waitress in the local um, uh, big steak pub um, just down the road on, on just down the road from my house. You see, I think those early experiences really do leave um, the mark, particularly when it's a service role. Mm. Yeah, it was very, very um, interesting. Both both jobs, actually. I mean, I'm, um, and, I've, and, I, and I know this well because we, we have just um, sort of embarked on some sort of profiling and trying to understand ourselves better as, as part of the team at Pro Manchester. So uh-huh. looking at the, you know, how, how we're made up. And I'm a very people-focused person. That's the, that's the 
almost for me, uh, one of my most dominant traits. And so working in that kind of an environment and being surrounded by people and, uh, and, and, and like you say, that's that service industry uh, was a natural fit for me. So when you were in Royal London, a kind of admin role, tell us about that. What was that environment like? I mean, uh, at the time, there must have been, they've got huge offices uh, based at, in Wilmslow, and I'm, I'm not exactly sure on the exact uh, employee numbers at the time, but there must have been sort of three, 400 people based out in, mm-hmm. in that office. Um, at first, quite intimidating, if I'm honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, I was obviously one of the younger members um, of, of, of that team and that environment. So, um, it, yeah, in, in some ways intimidating, but it was, it, was a, it was a great launch pad for me and a great kind of, introduction to, to an office environment and, and working within teams um, and getting to sort of sample some varying different of, of working for a very big big organization yeah so you, you experienced the big corporate culture very early on in your career then Absolutely. Um, yeah which which has a different set of values doesn't it um, uh, uh, what did you take from you know that experience Sam as you as you've moved forward I mean uh, now you're, you're you're heading up a, a smallish team in pro Manchester huge network huge reach but actually as an employer quite a small team isn't it it, it is, yeah, it is definitely. Um, yes, working working in that in that big corporate environment, um, you know. I, I mean, I was I was you know it was a very introductory level role. Um, at the time, it felt like I was I, I was carrying huge responsibility, but obviously that was because I was inexperienced. Um, and I had a, I had a wonderful manager at the time, and I worked in the claims department, which was actually re- really interesting because you would you would often off you know get some quite challenging difficult conversations came down the line and it was sort of dealing with that conflict if you like from a very very early stage but she was she was wonderful um my manager at the time she would she would always she would always sort of uh back me up and she would always you know take responsibility and uh, and and support me as much as she possibly could in that environment actually um and it was good we had it it was it was good fun um working there as it was working at surf control as well you know it was that everybody was you know it was a young vibrant fun team and we i always remember that they had they threw these huge um summer parties and everybody was invited um and really really went to town and um great environment you know there was lots of kind of going for drinks after work and, and that kind of thing as well and, and actually you know forming some very sort of strong bonds and relationships I think that sort of culture that um, well fun you, you mentioned fun goodness I think we're all desperate for going to um, have a drink with colleagues after work now aren't we after uh, this length of lockdown um, a really important part you know we come to to work to to earn money and to develop and all that stuff but if you don't enjoy it goodness what's the point in coming um but tell me a little bit more about that good manager you had what what were the traits that you know set them apart for you made you think yes want to work for that person and and how have you carried that on sam some of that stuff you've taken maybe she was she was very she was very um 
sort of sympathetic and empathetic to the fact that I was I was I was new to this kind of an environment actually that it could be quite daunting she was just incredibly supportive and always on hand to to, to be there for me should I require anything and and you know and in return for that what you do is you, is you, is you work harder and harder and harder and only wish to please don't you so um, I think I think it was that element and that good rapport um, and and just I always just always felt like she you know she she had my my back if you like and she was she was there to to provide me with all the support I needed to be able to deliver and do on my job to my best ability and that's something you've taken forward obviously um, in your career I'm guessing in terms of being open and and I think a a characteristic often of of good managers are those that are ready to listen rather than tell that's yeah exactly that exactly that and I think um, you know certainly for the, the past 10 months has, has taught us an, an awful lot and you know we're, we've all been on you know quite a learning curve with going through something that we've none of us have ever experienced before um, but that understanding of people's personal circumstance and um, and, and their, their, their the their uniqueness in some ways has actually been you know sort of an integral part in helping to, to carry businesses through especially the last sort of 10 months when we have been separated we've not been able to be with our teams so we've not been able to just pick up on a on a um, you know a, a, a behavior or a, or a uh, perhaps the way something is said which maybe indicates that actually this person's not as well as you know, as, or as happy as, as perhaps you know you, you 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 thought. So, you know, it's really really important to try and see where people are coming from, to understand as much as you can about that person, so that you can then provide the the necessary support for them. I'm sure we'll come back to the the pandemic and the impact it's had on work, Sam, in this conversation. But from surf control, what happened then? How did you move on? Because I'm, I'm guessing you're now moving into managerial positions, are you? So surf control was when I decided to make the leap um, and leave our good old uh, hometown of Congleton uh, mm-hmm. and come to Manchester. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I grew up in Congleton, but uh, I very much wanted the bright lights of the city. And I'd, I've lived in Sheffield for three years whilst I was studying. So um, I craved that, that city vibrant life. Um, and Manchester was the closest one with, 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 with the, with the um, easy accessibility to get home as and when I needed to, to, to to see my family etc so Manchester was the perfect location for me so I, I, I moved up up to Manchester I, I got a temporary job working out in Altrincham for a recruitment firm I ended up staying there for a year actually it was actually only a temporary position I was planning on uh, moving on quite quickly once I decided uh, where I was going to go um, but I ended up stay, staying there for a year again it was sort of back office administrative role and um, very much supporting the business from a um, uh, insurance perspective from a sort of HR perspective doing a business services related related role um, and it was there actually that I, I met um, Stephanie Jones at the time now Stephanie had come in to cover some maternity leave with a colleague from a colleague of mine Stephanie and I uh, built up a really good rapport but she was only there covering the maternity leave so once that finished she then left and she came to Pro Manchester now she knew that my, my role at, uh, at this recruitment firm was, was only ever a sort of a stopgap for me 
if you like. And uh, she she once she'd got settled at, at Pro Manchester, she rang me and she said, I've got this great opportunity to come and work for this company, and I think it's perfect for you. Would you like to join me? Um, to which I jumped at the chance, and that's 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 how I came over to to Pro Manchester. Um, Pro Manchester at the time was very a very different organisation to the one it is now, um, because this was 15 years ago, bearing in mind I've been there a long time. <laughs> um, and it was very much known as the networking organisation for the financial and professional services sector specifically. Um, we had our offices were based out of the Marketing Manchester offices, our little cubby hole, or the broom cupboard as I like to call it at the time, um, running around sort of 50 events a year. And it was, it was very much about connecting the, the financial professional services sector um, and informing them of, of what's going on in and around business uh, in Greater Manchester and highlighting opportunities for, for them to perhaps develop from that point onwards. Um, 2007-8 financial crisis hits and uh, at that time Pro Manchester used to get a, a certain amount of government funding which then um, disappeared overnight, mm. essentially. So Pro Manchester needed to become quite a, a different organisation, which is how we've got to how we are to, we are now. Um, not only, and still supporting very much that advisory community, the financial professional services sector, but now we support a much broader demographic of business as well. Um, and helping to align ourselves with you know the, the, the strategies, the, the grander strategies for the Greater Manchester region, working alongside your good self, um, the growth company, um, obviously the GMCA uh, and, and, and now with the introduction of the Metro Mayors with Andy Burnham and his grander ambitions for the region. Hmm. So in your work with your members uh, at Pro Manchester um, and the, the interaction you're having with them particularly now, what are the main employment challenges that you're picking up? I think I think certainly within the past ten months there's there's, there's a number of them, but the, the biggest one obviously being the uh, the fact that we can't all be together. We're not what we're not working. You know, I mentioned this already previously, didn't I? In the sense, but uh, of, of us all working, you know, from our homes and, and remotely, and, and and not being in the same room together, and having that same camaraderie and that same sense of being able to pick up, you know, when people need that support and that closeness that uh, being physically together. Um, enables. And have you picked up some techniques that um, employers are starting to use to try and counteract some of that lack of social interaction or yeah. how are you managing it? Lots of businesses are doing it in, in different ways, but ultimately it's it, it's about the communication, isn't it? And it's staying in touch with people as much as possible, facilitating where possible get-togethers, regular contact, um, you know, whether it's on the telephone or whether it's via Zoom, Teams, whatever platform you wish to use. But uh, it's, the, it's the constant um, communication and checking in on people and making sure that uh, they are okay, that they are... Um, Feeling that they can be open and honest with you about how they are feeling, and then and then and then and addressing any particular issues that might be arising due to that. And that's a real balance trick, isn't it? Because um, you don't want to be overbearing. Um, well, I I think you don't want to be overbearing, um, and employees thinking, oh, you're constantly there. Um, and it's that level of, I think we've struck on this in conversations previously about trust and how do we build trust through this period particularly. What do you think of that? 
I think that's. I think trust is is always the, the the most valuable out of it all. If you've not got trust, it's very very difficult to to maintain to maintain relationships, and and it is incredibly hard to 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 to, to do that at, at such at such a distance sometimes. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it is very much a, a balancing act, and I think it's about being very open, very honest about where you are. Every single business is struggling in in some way or another. Even the ones that seem to be you know benefiting from this particularly awful situation um, they, they will have challenges of their own so it's uh, it's how that you 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 know portray that to to your teams um, to make them feel secure and trusted uh, in the environments that in the environment that we're in at the moment and, and you think many of, of your members have taken some things away from the way we've been working over the last 10 months or so um, and will uh, maybe not completely um, retain them, but we'll certainly use elements of um, flexible work and the, the use of um, virtual technologies, etc. Uh, as we move forward. I mean, can you see the city returning to the same kind of level of vibrancy in the, the near future, Sam? Um, I, th I, I think that absolutely the, the city the city will come back. I think that well, it, it would be an absolute travesty if we went back to the way that we were before. This is a really, really pivotal moment, a real, real opportunity for us to reset, to rip up the rule book, um, and actually look at how do we how do we make this work to our advantage to provide that flexibility and that agility, um, the work life balance that we've always you know we've always kind of aimed for. Uh, this this is absolutely that opportunity for businesses to look at their operations and to make some significant positive changes going forward. And I'd be really sad to hear to any 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 business that reverts back to time and to the way that they were before because it feels like such a wasted opportunity. What it has done um, is really highlight, uh, and you mentioned it earlier on, is the is the need for social interaction. For people to be together mm. um, so in that sense yes people absolutely will come back to 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 the office to the city it, it, it will be restored it will just be slightly different in the sense that businesses will operate differently they will um, they will like I say I, I hope to see that they will have more flexible models in place it has allowed them to see that actually we don't need to be constrained by the nine to five we don't need to be sat in traffic at eight o'clock in the morning or commuting two hours down the, down the road anymore or even actually in the sense of you know jumping on a train and going down to London for an hour meeting and, 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 and not making the best use of our time in that way I think it's the real opportunity for, for real change real positive change for for employees within each of those for employers uh, from, um, from a productivity perspective and and for the employees themselves as well and like I say I'd be I'd be very sad to hear of any business that's that's not looking at this as a real opportunity yeah here here I think um, some of the challenges that we will find and we are starting to pick up um, are some of the anxieties people will feel when we actually do return to work and uh, the whole, um, I mean 10 months it could be even longer before we're, we're, we're back in a, uh, a, an office setting um, together with people, that's an awful long time and some things will be forgotten um, and some things will have to be relearned. What support do you think we need to provide for employers over the next six months, maybe maybe slightly longer, through that period of getting ready to go back to uh, uh, a more balanced um, work uh, environment? 
Um, I think, I mean, I know that um, you and you and the growth company have been doing an incredible amount from a support and advisory perspective in helping businesses to navigate their way through this from, from all aspects of, the, of, of finance and everything else. First and foremost, obviously, it is ensuring that uh, businesses are ready and COVID secure for anyone returning into work. Um, but it's very much actually talking about that and helping businesses to understand um, how they can best look after their employees make them feel it comes back comes back to the, the trust element as well you can understand why people are quite anxious about it an awful lot of people have become quite agoraphobic because they have been at home for such an incredible amount of time especially during these periods of lockdown and, uh, and isolation um, and we need to be you know we need to be sympathetic we need to be empathetic to that and we need to make sure that you know we are not putting employees in positions that they are not comfortable with um, so providing the right advice and support the hubs that you you have already been working on the the perhaps the the, the um, get seeking advice from peers um, or how are you doing it how are you tackling it sharing of that information sharing of that knowledge I think that's absolutely paramount at the moment to to make sure that businesses feel that they have the right amount of support and they are they're completely they are equipped next stage which hopefully I mean you know this hopefully this this opening up stage which hopefully will be in the not too distant future Thanks, Sam. That's really insightful. Um, to wrap up and in the context of you know what you're going to do next with Pro Manchester staff, what will your top tips be um, as you um, come back into uh, a, a more balanced work environment? What, what, how are you going to support your staff and build the organisation that will be resilient going forward? Um, first and foremost, it will be to, and we you know I'm talking to my team on a daily basis, but to understand their personal uh, circumstance, sure. how they feel about returning into into to the office space, um, and then how we can manage that transition um, as safely and securely as possible. So that's that's first and foremost to make sure um, that uh, I, I mean I'm, I'm fortunate in the sense I, I have a very very I have a small team as you you've sort of said, so mm. it's easier for me to have that personal touch with them and to be able to make sure that you know we are we are looking at them and, and, and what's what's important to them and how we can and work around these things for them individually and that's that's really really important going forward um, I mean this has fundamentally changed um, the pro Manchester as a business just as the financial crisis did back in 2007 eight mm -hmm. um, this has you know changed pro Manchester we were a, we're a physical events organization that underpins an awful lot of what we do so we've had to obviously adapt the same way um, we're very much looking forward to, to putting back that physical activity again um, but it will be again it, we will now take everything that we've learned over the past 10 months and we, we felt you know the, the online is, is here to stay uh, which will ultimately enable us to provide more value to to the to the membership of pro manchester so we'll be very much looking at how we can take what we've learned over the past 10 months and and take that that further forward providing new opportunities for the employees within pro manchester with with regards to their own professional development i want to really look at actually okay this has been a an interesting uh, challenging <laughs> to, Ten months, um, but it, it provides a lot of opportunity. So you know, I'll be talking to each of my team about, you know, where would they like to take their careers? Where, what would they like to do with what's happened over the past ten months, and and how can we put some of that into into play? 
thanks, Sam. That's really interesting. I think, and don't apologise for being a small organisation. <laughs> we know 85% of the um, uh, employers in, in GM are SMEs, so that personal touch that you can can offer in a small organisation really does help um, uh, as uh, you work through good employment practice. Absolutely. Sam, look, many thanks, um, and, and thank you for your continued support of the charity, uh, the charter's work. Um, it really is appreciated. Thanks, Sam. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GoodEmpCharter and LinkedIn to stay up to date with all the latest charter news. See you next time.